Hello and welcome back to the Lost in the Middle podcast. (sighs) Lockdown again, but at least it's given us the time to catch up on the podcast, which I must apologise for neglecting. It's been a very busy three months for everyone at Lost in the Middle, but I'm happy to announce the podcast is finally back after our little hiatus. I'm sure many of you as well will be happy to hear that we have guests lined up to discuss the crumbling of our world under COVID-19 legislation. Yes, that includes conspiracies, stats and facts, which nowadays seem to be synonymous with one another. But first, it's time to get back in the driver's seat and race to a period of blissful ignorance during the late spring of 2020, when lockdown one was still underway. Months longer than we first anticipated, might I add. (coughs) But I digress. In today's episode, we're joined by the inspiring entrepreneurs Kirk and Tay, who together form Levine Daniel, pioneers in automotive design and performance. I hope you enjoy. Today's episode is sponsored by XMR Extreme, delivering Bitcoin and Monero direct to your wallet faster than any other exchange. Get in touch at contact at xmrextreme.com. Sit back and enjoy the Lost in the Middle podcast. The Lost in the Middle podcast. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, there you go. That sounded quite good. Like that. Professional. That was that good. That's right. Lovely start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of the Lost in the Middle podcast. We are joined today by Levine Daniel, <laughs> hey. a designer brand for motorsport oh, aesthetics. What are you saying, boys? Bigger. <laughs> I think we should start off by um, introducing what makes up Levine Daniel. We have two beautiful faces in front of us. I'll let Kirk go first. Well, we are Levine Daniel. No. Uh, quite simply. Who are, you, who are you specifically? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, yes. I am the Daniel part of Levine Daniel. But, how, okay. but, but how? your name's Kirk. I'm confused. Yeah. This, I'm getting to... Mate, sorry, sorry, sorry. Don't worry. <laughs> this is... Listen, no. Let, okay, keep this in, okay? Start, I'm, I'm going to let the world know. <laughs> this is what Tay does. He's like, Kirk, take it away. I got to go in and he tries to correct me. and Paves <laughs> <laughs> me in the way he wants to say it anyway. He's not even lying about that. So, <laughs> we are Lawine Daniel. My name is Kirk O'Rourke, but Daniel is in the middle. Wait. And... How's it... Sorry. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Yeah, technical yeah, yeah. difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Okay, I I am Kirk Daniel O'Rourke. Hey, there we go. And Tay is Tay Levine Reed. That was my fault. And we didn't want we didn't want our names <laughs> and the brand name. Sorry, so sorry. Go, go, go. <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm not, I'm I don't know if I'm just go, just go, just go. You can't pretend to get up and leave because then we'll see the picture. <laughs> so you ah, have to stick it on the podcast. Um, oh, I don't mind pink. So we have Kirk and we have Tay. I think we should move on from that. That was a fantastic. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so where do we? Whose start? middle names well, make yes. up the brand name? That's well, what I was getting at. I was That's gonna, what I was, I was hoping for. Yeah. So that is what we're referred to as now, but that wasn't how we always started. So Ooh. when we did first start the business, we were called C12 Carbon. Uh, that name came Ooh. from. Uh, carbon being the 12th. Uh, carbon carbon has yeah. the, the, it's got 12 protons or whatever. I don't even know. So yeah. <laughs> it just kind of. <laughs> so we got that C12 and then obviously carbon being what we can do yeah. for carbon fiber yeah. wrapping. Nice. Um, obviously, that, that, that makes off. sense. It was slightly after GCSE time. So the sort of atom knowledge was still already there. But as you can see, it's kind of flown out the window. <laughs> so that's why. It's a bit of a mad one that. But yeah. So, <laughs> So that kind of um, ties into how old you guys are. This business has been going on for how long so far? This is our third year. Yeah, third year. Oh, wow. And how old are you guys? So I'm I'm 21. <laughs> See what? 
Ah, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, okay, I'll explain what. How old wait, you? wait. Oh, <laughs> have you lied to a few people about <laughs> it? <laughs> 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 and it's like, I'm from Galley and what? You said you were 25. Look, look, okay, okay. So this is this is why, right? I'll, I'll t- is this there's, there's more to this. Story. I'm nine, I'm nineteen, and Kurt's twenty one. Right? I'm nineteen, Kurt's twenty one. But when we first started the company, we did uh, a speech at this. There was a room full of about four hundred and fifty to five hundred high net worth individuals, and to actually present there, you had to be over eighteen. And I was seventeen at the time, and Kirk was uh, nineteen. Kirk was nineteen. Eighteen. Um, yeah. So we thought, we just wrote down on the application that we were both 19 and it was all going to be good. Now, um, yeah, when, when we wrote down we were both 19, uh, we actually got into the thing. There, was three, there were only three people that got to do it. Uh, me and Kirk were in the group. Um, and yeah, we told... We so told, sorry, it was you two and yeah, one other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we told a whole nice. room full of people that me and Kirk were born at the same time and you know, we showed them our childhood pictures because we have them. We actually have loads of childhood <laughs> pictures. Um, I was going to say, how do you guys actually know each other if you're yeah, what, Kurt, two you can school years one. apart? You can... <laughs> All right, okay, so... Um, Quick, he's drinking. You can get some words in. Yeah. So there's <laughs> rum, white rum. <laughs> go on, go, go. Um, Mate, I'm on coke and rum as well. <laughs> My parents, Tay's parents, and along with Alex, who you guys know as well. Uh, our parents all became friends within our, the birthing ward at the hospital when we were conceived. Uh, Not conceived? I <laughs> told you about way. this. Not what we conceived, bro. We were conceived in the birthing ward. All your parents are like, hey! I'm pretty sure I say about the same thing. You can't say conceived. <laughs> You know what I mean? I know when what you we mean. Were, I know our, mean. Par- <laughs> our parents were around and the, they met each other and they became friends. Yeah. And they just uh, kept in contact and we ended up growing up together. So we have known each other since we can remember. Oh shit, there you go. We went to a play group, we did Easter egg hunts, like everything you could do as a child we all did together. So I've I've yeah. known Kirk yeah. like my entire life. Um obviously I'm And it was a little strange because I mean growing up I, I assumed everybody had a friend from yeah, like, <laughs> <and laughs> going to the school and l- realising oh wait not everyone has like lifelong friends oh okay yeah. <laughs> and, if, and if they do they probably don't like them at this point like me and Kirk um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you've got uh, but I'm like friends with Kirk's younger sister because again me and Kirsty are what similar like, age similar eight, no we're the same age bro and we're like well, se- six seven about six, seven, or eight, nine days. Beto- no, no, no. It's like six or seven. Uh, seven, no, seven Moving or eight. On, I think it's eight day. days. Eight days between me and Kirsty. So I'm glad we've yeah. got to the specifics there. He can't no, get the. Sorry, my maths is horrible. I know both the dates, this. but I was trying to do the subtraction in my head. <laughs> <as well>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what is the what is the group called again? When you all um. It's like a newborn club. What, what's the name of that? Is this because something Alex where... has told you? A, a cult. <laughs> no, no. <It's> a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I have I started uh, sniffing up to the wrong tree? So, oh uh, no, no, no. No, um, I just I, didn't I, know. I, he had yeah, a name. I didn't know you had a name. Oh no, no, no. Breakfast <laughs> club. No, because it's there is something along those lines where, as you're saying, people don't usually have that um, lifelong friendship. Oh, mm. but there is. 
there is those groups because I think Ollie and I had one or I had one at least where mm. we stayed in touch for as long as we could but obviously things um, didn't last as long as you guys but yeah just to quickly let other people know the reason why we know Levine Daniel Kirk and Tay is because um, we're in a band with the other member of this Shout House of Dirt. Conceive, conceiving <laughs> uh, party so that's how we were introduced yeah. to you guys and they're like oh yeah they've got this business Levi and Daniel's like oh that sounds cool let's have a little look oh shit these are some nice cars some nice girls <laughs> thank like, you it, it was all looking good and I was like what, what actually is this business and then when I was discussing with you guys before the podcast I'm still not entirely sure what said business okay. actually is I know it looks yeah. cool but give us the spiel what is Levi and Daniel so we started off as a carbon fibre wrapping business this is what we yeah. did so we could take parts of people's cars, whether metal, plastic, polyurethane, uh, and we can convert it into a carbon fiber part by wrapping it with the carbon fiber. Okay. Nice. So that was the basis of the that was the business model basically. Yeah. Uh, and if we go back to the very beginning when we, did, we just started, we obviously didn't have any customers, and so we decided to get an Instagram page. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah. set up Instagram page, slapped two twelve carbon on it, but obviously we didn't have anything to post. So we yeah. were just like reaching out to people saying, oh, we do this, we do that, we do that. Uh, we've managed to find a customer called Asif and we gave him an absolutely ridiculous deal. It was a... It was crazy. It was a front splitter, side skirts and a rear diffuser. And interior parts. And we charged well. him about £500 for this. Yeah. Today, that would be upwards of five to eight to ten thousand pound, depending on, you know, what yeah. the car is. <laughs> yeah, we'd be giving this... And yeah, what did like, this cost like, you guys? If you were giving it to him at 500. <laughs> 500. Can't give, away, can't give away the company trades. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we had. <laughs> so you weren't making any money? No, we no, had no, no. We had just. We, we had. No, we had just left school. Literally nothing. We had zero money. But not got, this is, it's, it's a good way to get your foot in the door. I see what you're saying. But yeah, so, yeah, we were just fishing for sales and we finally yeah. got one. And with the money, this guy, we made, <laughs> we came up with some rubbish reason why he had to pay up front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. no. So he gave, you, you say it's rubbish. They still have to pay up front because it, you, people like to take the mick in every which way they can, right? And if they don't pay up front, I'm sure we'll that. they will always, when it gets to the end of it, you can't hold back a car from them for something that has a value of seven to ten thousand pounds. But what you can do is you can say to them, look, like they, they start worming their way into, oh, I don't like the way this isn't shining like that one. Uh, can you give me five percent off? And they will use that. It's like having you in a headlock and then they, they just squeeze it tighter and tighter. So inst- <laughs> yeah, to avoid really all of yeah. that, we just say, look, it's cash up front. If you don't want to do that, the door's there, you know? But you so have, you know, so have you guys always been into cars? Like, at what age did you think, okay, let's just start this now? When did you like first have the attraction towards it? Oh, right, so first of all, Kirk's not even into cars. He actually... Doesn't like them. I'm joking. He 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 can appreciate them, but <laughs> well, you you express your opinion. I'll put mine on it. He doesn't he doesn't love love them, but he will appreciate if he sees like a nice car and his favorite cars that mm. Audi R8. I'll tell you that now. Yeah, but for me, like my my whole family's always really been like into cars, like motor shows, uh, car shows, you name it. Since I was literally a baby, so. Growing up around that, I didn't really see it as cars like, like I, I wasn't really like that with it until I went to a place called Car Audio Security when I was, uh, I can't even remember how old, but I went to a place called Car Audio Security and they had this car yeah. show and all the cars have like these super low suspensions, loud sound systems, they're fast, they're loud. It was just yeah. such a vibe. You were in awe? Yeah, man. You like, 
Because anyone that's into cars and proper obsessed with cars will tell you it's like getting bitten by by a bug. Like when when you catch the bug, you're just that's it. It's game over. Or and any time you get a paycheck, it's going straight towards your car. Like you can yeah, you can be you making a thousand pound a month, and nine hundred ninety eight pounds of that will go into your car if you're obsessed with it. But once you <laughs> get a pound for it, a couple of Freddos, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's your biggest kryptonite. Um, but it's also it's it's the next sort of blessing, man. They're so they're, they're just amazing, isn't it? Um, for me, I've just like I love cars, like, and seeing it from the outside when we're going to the car shows and that. Now I'm thinking, I want to see how everything works because, like, I, I've I've got quite an engineering mind. I want to break down everything and understand how it all works. So cars yeah. are yeah. extremely simple. You've got I'm not going to break it down, but. They're made up of like three, three, four, five different parts, and then people just over uh, exaggerate to make it more efficient. They make it more cool. You got yeah. the engine, you got the transmission, you got you know the chassis, suspension, and steering, and then that's it. Your car's built, and yeah. that's there's no difference between a go kart and a normal car. But once you understand what makes a component more efficient and all sorts of stuff like that and the little add-ons and extras and stuff that makes it yeah. faster like that's what separates a go-kart from and from a fully functional car but it's the same thing i see so for me i just i just love that you know it's, it's just such a vibe and when when you understand it like that as well you know running breaking down a lamborghini will be like breaking down a course and you just have to see it as that you know and so i just love love cars um so Kurt, yeah. <laughs> now you can talk. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. This is obviously well. We've got to where we so are. So now the yin to the yang. Exactly. Apparently, well, it's like Taylor almost thinks I hate cars. I, I don't hate cars. I just don't have exactly like the love for them. I, I know yeah. when we was eight years old, and Taylor would be like, "Oh, that's a that's a Nissan. That's a hot." He could always spot my bars. Like, okay, whatever. That's a silver car. That's a yeah. red car. Yeah. My, my my passion has always been on like the more business and money side of things. Hey, yeah. Money motivated. So, yeah, I mean, when we actually first started, uh, I was I was on holiday in Morocco, and <laughs> Tay gives me a phone call, and he's like, "Yo, bro, we've always both had a shared passion of business, so that's that's yeah. always been there." Yeah. But my and a shared passion of failure as well. <laughs> the <A-level. laughs> You don't need them now. You're fine. Yeah, out the window. But yeah, no. He called me up one day and he's saying that we got. I got this idea. A bunch of people in my area uh, seem to want want to do this service, uh, but it's not really exploited. It's only you'd have to go to specialist dealers. Uh, so he gave me a call. We, we kind of got that going, and I, I saw the monetary side of it. I'm like, hey, let's, let's give it a go then. Yeah. I mean, ever since I was a kid, I was, I've always been like this kind of guy that sa- I've always saved money. Yeah. Mm. I've always had some sort of fascination towards. It. I mean, there's <laughs> something Ollie struggles with. Massively. Yeah. So, <laughs> don't worry, Ollie. Well. You and me both. You and me both, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't let Tay one. touch the money because <laughs> <laughs> he just he wants it. Like, oh, we can get we can get no, no, no. We need that. Like, uh, <laughs> hey, for what? I'll hold my hands up. That's Absolute besides the worst. point. Yeah, no, we had we had this we, when we was young. We had this uh, situation. We had this big situation where I must have been about only about ten or eleven. 
but uh, <laughs> I like seriously, I never spent my money, and I'd get money every birthdays and stuff, and I'd put it in my little piggy bank, and I'd and it would slowly, slowly pile up. Yeah, no, I was similar to. Yeah, me, and right? I had, I think I had about three hundred pounds or something when I was eleven years old, because <laughs> oh, uh, and it was my birth, and it was my birthday. Stacking. He just saved up everything. I, I never I never spent my money. I it, it's from a young guy. I just always had this fascination with it. I was like, just like looking at it almost. I just on, <laughs> on weekends I'd count it like, hey, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it was my birthday and, um, when I was like 11 and um, Tay's brother and Alex, uh, they thought, I, I don't know if Tay, were you involved with it as well? Maybe not. Uh, but they, they decided to prank me, right? And um, so they took all my money and took it yeah. out of my wallet and they moved it into a different wallet. <laughs> and, no. and so my mum my, my wanted me to give thank you to people that had like given me gifts and everything. So, yeah. I went, so I went to get my wallet to like find out who gave me what. Uh, and the money was missing and there was a big scandal my mum was calling up people did you, did you see anyone take his money blah 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 and then we finally she finally got around to like asking friends because you need to ask family first because it's easier for whatever uh, yeah. and, then, and then I think Alex Alex like gave, gave it up he's like oh me, me and Sign switched the money and then but it was a big, it was a big deal at the time because my, my mum knew I'd saved so much that's a life savings right yeah, there yeah so yeah, yeah, right. I mean wait, 300 pounds at the time didn't you cry? <laughs> God <laughs> forbid an 11 year old crying. <laughs> over money. I would cry money. If I lost o- over money. money. What sort of Winston Churchill behaviour is that, bro? <laughs> 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 I think um, we yeah. should uh, clarify for the listeners. Oh. Um, we mentioned Sai, because at the moment, yeah. you guys Sai. met in this birth group, but you're two years apart. Yeah. Tay's older brother, Sai, was born on the same day as you. Yeah, so me, right. Alex and Sai, we're all the yeah. same age. And my younger sister and Tay, they are the same mm. age. There we go. So that's the right. I clarified that. So, Levine Daniel formed three years ago because you saw a little gap in the market. You thought this could be a sick, uh, sick opportunity. Mm-hmm. You decided to basically force your way into your first yeah. sale with yeah. the £500 making no money rap for, was it Firat you said? Uh, Asif. A uh, guy called Asif. Yeah. Asif, yeah. sorry. Um, and well, then... I'll just pick any Arabic sound. <laughs> <name. laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, they're all you. the same. Come on, bro. You can, you can do that. You know? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was thinking shit, shall I say it or should I say what's his name? I went for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um Yeah, and with that money he was able to do his job and then a few others afterwards. A few others only bought supplies. A few others. I've still got the supplies. Like from what we Oh no, I can't base it out. No, that's what I did. I's probably, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Um, so I'm assuming people started seeing people must have asked Asif, like, oh, where'd you get your rap done? And he said, no. Oh, uh, these guys and then well yeah no yeah we did at times well we put it on like instagram too we did it how with did someone else as well how did the company build is what i'm uh-huh. asking how did you start building up your client base we did the same thing that we did for the first deal the second time i remember we did the same price yeah. uh but we put less in the deal um okay this, this is a bit of a deeper one right but a company was uh going bankrupt and they had loads yeah. of equipment and stuff that they, they had invested in carbon fiber and stuff like that, right? They had all literally yeah. everything that you needed to go from A to Z. Um, how do you find how did you find this company that was going bankrupt? Because uh, I, I used to work there. Oh, okay. But 
Oh, um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this, this, oh, this is why I was trying to like tiptoe in the start. I was like, should I go there? Should I not? But I don't care. And I, I used to work there. I didn't get paid anything. So I, I knew like, obviously, you know, business wasn't good. Um, yeah. And they went bankrupt. And as they were going, the guy asked me if I wanted to purchase any of the equipment to take off his shoulders. So, that's when I said, okay, we'll sell the product first. In, and selling an idea after you have no clientele, you've got no images, you've got no product thing, to sell an idea like that for £500 is next to impossible. But we did it. Yeah. It took about a week, I think. Um, yeah. And who was yeah. doing the actual um, wrapping? Yeah, that was me in my house. <laughs> yeah, nice. Was, nah, was, so, when me, you say equipment, was this like... Um, the heat guns you used this to wrap was... things, or was it actually like carbon fiber? Yeah, it would be heat guns, it would be fiber, it would be sanding paper. Yeah. Everything. Ev- everything. everything. What, actually, what actually is the process of Ooh. you doing these wraps? They're asking for the secret sauce. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, is this, is, is this the special recipe? The secret to the Krabby Patty. It's, it's, it's an extremely special recipe. Like, okay, well, gen- generalise, generalize sort it, of, yeah. just yeah. so people can understand how, so, how you do it. You can break it down in yeah, few Yeah, 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 you can break it down. You get the part and you prepare it, right? To prepare it, you can do anything. So this is like a bumper, a steering wheel. You can do anything. It's the same process on everything, yeah. yeah. You can do anything, as long as it's not like... Leather, you can kind of do, but you wouldn't want to yeah, do yeah. kind of sadistic person would want to do that. But, you you know, <laughs> you, can, you can do pretty much anything other than water, you know, but you wouldn't really wrap water. I'm sure you'll do water one day. One day I will. When yeah. I become a Someone carbon, will pay enough. A carbon bender. Oh, that carbon fiber water. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so generally you prepare the surface, whether that means scorching it to make it uh, the resin hold on the surface. Um, yeah. You put the carbon... Cleaning yeah, it yeah, effectively. You put the carbon on the surface but the the real art in it is all the lines have to be straight because with carbon fiber yeah. it's interlocked like this right pretend that my fingers are interlocked so they're quite chubby um yeah yeah it's kind of like a a, a weed yeah it's a or... weed and mm. if you move one side or even like two fingers it you'll see it because it shines in the thing so you have to get yeah, everything yeah, yeah. dead straight um Everything has to be cut perfectly. Scissors, any phrase, it will ruin it. You know, so it's a real delicate process. So you get the carbon over the thing. Um, real craftsmanship. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> and not everything was perfect, I'll be honest. Not everything was perfect. But if you see the work that's coming out today, or, yeah. you know, even last year, incredible. It's just flawless. So you started off, you made a few minor errors on a £500 deal, which was a steal regardless. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. yeah. For £500, he could take it with dents and yes, scratches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that was a real bargain. Like, that's your like, money's worth. It, it was genuinely acceptable. No, 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 no. I like It was incredible, the shape of it. But it wasn't, the finish of it just wasn't. It could have been better. Definitely could have been better. But you've since developed since your craft. craft. Yeah. So who's doing all of these wraps now? Is it still you or have you hired someone else to do it? I don't personally do it, but we still do it in-house. So we'd, okay. we'd have our... The only thing that we don't do in-house is the finishing of it. Because the finishing is a lot different to actually the composites manufacturing in the first place. It's a lot to do with like making it super, super glossy. Mm. Like, everything just has to be perfect, and you know? 
What made you give up your role as the craftsman? Oh, that is a deeper question because I really didn't want to do it. Time. <laughs> time. Time is, time is the true master when it comes to this stuff because as much as um as much as you know everything that comes out needs to be your baby my biggest problem is i can't i don't like giving other people work to do because if they don't produce it to the standard that i would want it to be done yeah or with as much love as i want it to be done then it's you know what's the point doing it perfectionism yeah. so yeah. But then you got to make, as a, as a business owner, you got to make a decision now. Would, do you want to be a one-person business that does everything yourself perfectly? Or do you make the smart decision and find someone, right? Find people that can do everything, either learn to do it perfectly or that can already do it perfectly. I mean, there's a really popular yeah. book that me and Taylor both read. It's Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh, beautiful. I've and heard they about that book. Yeah, and they it. harp on the point about um, making your money work for you instead of yeah. you working for your money. And that's a... So over the years, we've now got ourselves in a position where we can now make our money work for yeah. us. That's a, that's a big, that's a real big thing because everyone wants to be the, the guy, that, well, I say everyone. Um, I always wanted to be the guy that's like in there, you know, doing nuts, bolts, screwing the things on. Where Hands that wasn't on, a yeah. twisty, mm. twisty, double hand, guac, guac combo. <laughs> 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 Podcast is going, I didn't, I didn't think <laughs> anything of it, mate. You were just so used to that motion. I was screwing on the ball, but yeah, like, um, <laughs> like I, I always wanted to be hands-on with everything, but then you can, as one person, you can only take on certain amount of jobs in a day mm. and if you plan on what me and kirk plan on which is building an empire where you don't have to just be situated in one location in hayes you can have yeah, scaling this place all around the world if you wanted to mm. yeah and i can't be in 50 different places at once i can't appeal to 50 different markets at one time so the expansion mm. has to be it might work now but what's going to work in five years 10 years 15 years 30 yeah. 50 you know yeah I can imagine that this market is obviously not many people have the sort of car that you're going to be working on. So you're going to have a certain type of clientele. Have you noticed anyone pick up a car and you're like, oh shit, I know him or her, whatever. Like any celebrities Ooh. coming in and out? Um, we can't speak about all of them, but I would say, <laughs> what do you want most? What do you want most? Does that breach uh, privacy, um, nah, data nah. laws and all that? We just NDAs. I don't know. Like, because you see what it is, some people are very private about the cars that they own. So, like, you know, yeah. if we if we talk... I was going to say, so you've had, a, let's say, a number of yeah. famous people yes. that have been coming yeah, yeah, yeah. to use your service. And so how how did you grow Are there any you can say on none at all, sorry? What was your question? Go yeah, go on, we'll, Yeah, finish up on this. So are there, you can't give us any information on the type of person you're dealing with or any examples as to Let's who has say, that sort of vehicle? As, as a, a general, general thing, thing, like... Are, are, you, are you dealing with singers, rappers? Are you dealing rappers, with footballers? Yeah, exactly. Artists, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Musical, musical artists. artists. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like trying to fix their cars up for <laughs> the yeah. as well. Yeah, artists, artists. So a lot of London-based rappers. Um, keep digging. London-based rappers, but also further out, mm. you know. There's Nottingham's a big city for, for cars. But look, I got, yeah. I got All right, we'll over. We'll <laughs> over. We won't go any further. <laughs> we'll leave it there, mate. Yeah. Very professional, very professional. After Fair the podcast, play. after the podcast. I was going to say, um, so how did you grow this clientele base from Ooh. these people you're giving 
giving away your products for 500 to these big, big name rappers. <laughs> Gone. I'll London let Kirk answer this. He will have a different answer to me. I've got well, an answer that I don't tell Kirk about, but yeah, go on. Yeah, well, a lot of these people we are dealing with, they are car enthusiasts. If, if yeah. No one else is okay. getting carbon fiber put onto their car if they don't, if they're not making yeah. their car almost a project or a passion project. Yeah, I see, I see. So um, people are getting these done and they'll go, go and then post it on Instagram or the, the whole point of getting it done is to show it off, right? So they'll either go tell their friends and if their friends like it, they'll end up saying, oh, where'd you get it done? Levine Daniel, yeah. come to us. Yeah. Exactly. Or they'll post it on their Instagram and people might comment and it'll, it'll spread through, through that way. Uh, of course, and then we put we put it on our Instagram ourselves, and as, we've now got nearly three thousand followers. So that's a lot of people putting eyes on these pictures. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. So you know th- those three t- sources of uh, people seeing our product. So it's mainly word of mouth sort of thing. Yeah. It's and what, then um, are you asking these people? Are could you promote us on your Instagram page, or are they just doing it on their own accord? You never once asked that question. Oh, fair. Only, only reason why. So the work's just that good I mean, that they felt compassionate I mean, enough to be like. Mm. I've got yeah. to shout these yeah. guys out. Well, yeah. well, that as well as that yeah. they want to show off and their car, and that's why they have come to us in the first place. True. Yeah, it's a good point. Mm. I'll be entirely honest with you. Instagram isn't the greatest place to find clients because, you know, if you're selling stuff like merchandise and T-shirts, it might be good for, you know, e-commerce and stuff like that. But when you're dealing with the level, yeah. you know, I, I feel like people don't, like people might know about your company, but they don't interact with it through Instagram. If you want to sell something at high value, it's networking events, it's, you know, pit lanes. Pit lanes are a big one. Um, Word of mouth from people that you've met at these networking events or pit lanes. Um, And also, um, I had one technique that I I didn't tell Kirk about until today. This is Kirk finding out. No, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because... We built like contacts. Is this about the guac guac? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I know nothing about that. No. Um, <laughs> con- contacts that we've built up, like Mario Costa, David Crow, uh, Martin Skinner, these people, they have such a wide network of people that they know that are surrounding. It doesn't specifically have to be the car industry, but just surrounding the. Um, you know, that sort of... The same sorts of people that buy yachts, for example, are the same sorts of people that own 50-car yeah. garages and ridiculous things like that. And, for example, mm-hmm. David yeah. Crow is a very good friend of ours. He runs a yacht chartering company. So when we mm. sit down and we, you know... It makes sense. Talk to, about talk yeah. business or whatever, and we want to share clients for either way... So you met you met this guy at, at a networking uh, event? No, or... actually, no. You knew him personally um, somehow. Th- I I actually met him. Uh, I'm just saying, you know. Um, <laughs> you know th- this was this was no fault of Kirk's. I'll tell you this now. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> Wait, what, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm so confused. Nah, but, you weren't even there when I. Oh, nah. <laughs> Bro, this guy is talking the most breeze. I swear to God. <laughs> Right, what would they tell the story? Because Tay's want to dig no, himself no, 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 into no, a hole. No. I'm going to dig you no, further no, no, no. into it. <laughs> this is what, what happened. He's right. Kirk did meet him. But I am right. you didn't meet him unless <laughs> I met someone else, if that makes sense. Because um, yes, okay. when I used to go to... Everything is because of me. <laughs> I, I don't know how this started <laughs> coming <laughs> out of him. I was, I was just thinking, I was like, why is he saying I'm lying? And I was like, oh yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> I used to go to loads of like, car events to... This is where we even uh, started like building our network as well. A lot of car networking events. 
Right. Yeah. Not car networking events like car meets and stuff. That's where you meet loads of people. Car yeah, shows yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And just okay. hold. And well, how old were you then? 16, 17. Between 16 and 17. So, but obviously, okay. the more conversations you have with people, we didn't even have to own a company to have these conversations and then tell the people, oh, look, we got this now. Come on board, you know? So that was one way of pre building yeah, yeah. it. But um, as for doing the, uh, as for building the clientele at these events, um, yeah, we had a, we met a guy, no, 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 sorry. I designed a car, it was a Nissan GTR, it was 2017, was it 2017? It was January 2017, I designed a car, Yeah. it was a red GTR, I'd been designing the same client's car for probably a year a year is a year maybe two of changing um he just comes to my house sometimes um this guy um he was releasing the finished design of his car uh to the world and well i say to the world to the people the car meets anyway um <laughs> yeah. yeah and at that meet there were like loads of girls there was you know there was just loads of girls there was about 30 <laughs> different lamborghinis and i thought what the hell is this like, it was one of the best meets that we had. Yeah. Um, there was a few celebrities. There was Danny Lambo, who was in the X Factor. Is this where you learned about the bloody... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you how I learned about that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they revealed the car or whatever. And I was with a group of friends. And I, I'm quite a shy person. I'm not a very, you know, outgoing person, unless I'm drunk, as you guys know. Um, so, <laughs> so... Um, I was at this event I was kind of keeping myself to myself I knew the car was there being unveiled but I sort of just watched it right um, and my friends were guessing hang on and this is the car you 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 designed yeah yeah, yeah. it was it was, a, it was okay, a red cool. GTR carbon everywhere yeah. um, embezzled uh, vinyl wrap it was sick anyway um, one of the guys that I was with uh, no I had like a group of friends and they were like oh like this is so sick everyone was getting gas like, ah that's not what you've done and I was like, ah, chill, yeah. chill, like, you know, whoa, I'm just trying to keep a low pro here. <laughs> you know? um, yeah. And my mate leaned on some guy, because it's a very nice environment to be in when it comes to cars. You just, like, can knock anyone and be like, yo, you all right? And then they'll have a conversation with you. So he leaned on this guy and he goes, ah, my boy designed that car. And he, he's a really small guy, really tiny guy, smaller than me, and I'm quite small. He's like, no, 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 he's he's an incredible guy, he's an incredible guy. But he, he leaned on him and he goes, Oh, be my short, mate uh, designed his car. And I was there, like, I guess I did. So I, t- I spoke to him and he goes, Oh, you designed this? And I was like, Yeah. He slipped me his business card. He goes, Look, this is what I do. I run a network of, you know, this, 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 and that. Um, take my card, I'm going to give you a call next week and we'll talk business and I was like whoa now from there business we spoke I was like oh this guy's not gonna call me you know no one ever does even the girls um next week (laughs) the following week (laughs) on a Tuesday he called me and he said um so you designed that car I was like yeah and he goes like obviously you're young you're coming up and I would like to help you and this is what I mean when there's certain people you meet on your journey that are so genuine yeah and this guy had Mm. said look I'm going to do everything in my power to help sh- make sure that you guys grow your brand and really get in front of the right people. Um, wow. And literally to this day, th- this was 
three years ago and to this day he's never asked me for a single thing other than to help him get some cars to his events which is you know a click of a button so um yeah yeah i love people like that so good so good what was uh, this guy's name again the, the guy mario, mario. Costa. The guy? You know Mario? Guy. What, from Mario and Luigi? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we, we passed them to you guys for um coming to sing at our event. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I him, remember. Him, that guy, okay. gen- really, really the good. The guy who didn't realise yeah. that the venue was yeah. too uh, narrow but do you know for what? a band do, do you know, do you know what? Do you know what, yeah? Don't worry. This year or next year, whenever we hold an event, we'll just, that's it. We got our entertainment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful. Love it that. It'll Love be that. Properly paid for as well. We don't do the whole. Oh, come play for free. Oh, look at this. Come on, man. We don't. We don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just dream it on Twitch. <laughs> 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 I'm the manager. I'm the manager. <laughs> so yeah, after that, I suppose um, he had invited us to loads well, we got, of his we events. We got into good talks with him, and he invited us to his next one. That's where there was loads of celebrities. There were about 13 cars outside. It was at Spearmint Rhinos. What is this guy's title? What does he do? You say his events. He runs Men's Yeah, magazine. he runs this this magazine thing. Um, so it's like... A, uh, loads of girls. <laughs> I forget the word. It's like promotion. <laughs> just doing these events. But just men's What's stuff. What's it called? Men's just, stuff. Yeah, just men's stuff. Literally yachts, private jets, cars, girls. Men's and stuff magazine. Look. Yeah, have a check. So, I mean, as Terry was saying, when we first got to meet him, uh, we became a sponsor. And so that's how we got involved in these events because we're now a sponsor of this yeah. brand. So oh, no yeah. Way. Um, yeah, he's he runs events. Um, whenever it comes to event managing, he's always to and from everything. But when we went to his event, we met David Crow, who then runs another set of events that do supercar rallies. Mm. And then that's when we met, you know, yeah. Harrison. Harrison also runs events. And Harrison's around our age. Mm-hmm. He does global supercar events. So, and then Harrison's introduced us to more people. So, you know, the more people you meet, the more people that introduce you. And the best that we can do... Just networking, networking, the, networking. Yeah, the best, the best that we can do is, you know, return the favour and introduce them or add value to their companies as well. And, you know, that's, yeah. I guess, how we grew as a brand. And That's how yeah, you're exposed and, to the right yeah. clientele. But offline is 10 times better than online, I would say, because it's more about quality than quantity. Definitely. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think in your market, because it is so particular mm. and because you're not looking to sell to your everyday yeah. customer. Yeah, very niche. It does, yeah. And you need to mm. make that personal relationship. And I feel like when a lot of people see a company that's just on Instagram, that's why we don't put out promotions or sell on there. It's just more as a portfolio. When you advertise on line people just see it as you know that you, do you know what i mean like it's, it's a small local company they see it as and when there's a small local company that's when they have the audacity to ask for discounts and things like that i see i see where you're coming from yeah. i think it works in that regard because it wouldn't make sense for you to post it on people our age's Instagram feeds because very few people our age with a car yeah, that would be yeah. worthwhile doing it on. Yeah. But I think if you were to maybe tailor those ads to specific demographics who are old enough, who are into that sort of thing with that sort of car, then maybe it would be a worthwhile investment. But I mean, you guys have yeah. the success to talk on it. Now, so do you, do you, do you, know, do you know what? The thing, is, the thing is, you say that, right? But all of the people that we have on, on our Levine Daniel page are like, they own supercars, uh high performance cars yeah. but it's just the way in which they view your company a lot of everything's about perception that's why we invest so much in brand image and 
you know, an, it's branding, an, yeah, exactly. An actual yeah. customer experience in, in themselves because when they see it as just what takes something at face value, they don't respect it. But when they see it, I mean, it was so hard at the beginning having to actually, like, even though we're broke and we're still not making that much money, we're having to turn down yeah. customers because it's almost like, are we going to allow ourselves to become a brand where we just take in all these courses and, it, and that's where that's we're going to stay? That's very, at? very true. Or yeah. are we going uh, to get them more? Because stars, there's cars have status it's very clear what is what with cars yeah. so we're having to try and search out and find these guys with the better cars to help us grow up the ladder otherwise we yeah. would have stayed at Corsa the whole time and that's probably where I we can still imagine. would have been today so yeah maybe you should uh, jump over to Saudi Arabia I'm sure you'll have a whale of a time <laughs> do you know how many times did we say we were going to go how many times well mate they come here every yeah. summer so and do, you're do, all good do you know what the worst <laughs> part is the worst part is we've been invited there we've been invited to uh, yes. Dubai. Oh, this year it was going to be amazing. This year that was going to be amazing. Oh, no, oh, no, don't no, no, no. There are a few no. events this year I've heard of yours that have cancelled, mm. and I am personally Thank gutted. You. Last week, yeah. last week was when it was meant last, to happen. Was it? 24th of oh, May. The, Mon- oh, the Monaco Grand Prix. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mate, these guys for the. I mean, I'll just give go the, go the generic, but they were basically hosting, from my understanding, a yacht party on looking the Monaco Grand Prix. Four days. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's ridiculous. What I want to know is, where was my invite? <laughs> <And> how, <laughs> how the hell did you manage to pull that When I tell on? you, we made ticket prices so affordable. It was like, what? Mm. Was I saw. I saw. Four, uh, it was between, maximum price was... Seven thousand pound, but that, I say that, but that was for like accommodation to sleep. Oh, not much, not much at all. <laughs> no, that was that was to, <laughs> that was to do stuff like sleep on the yacht the entire time, um, and eat food on there. Um, but as for as yeah, for yeah. the lowest price, that's yeah, the VIP package. For the lowest price, we ha- we ha- had people being able to come out there for like three or four hundred pound. You know, so oh, so is this yeah. is this something that one of your contacts kind of set up and then you promoted it or so, did you set the whole thing up so yourself? So we have, remember I said we have a friend that's a luxury yacht charter. So yeah. he yeah. just put it together for us and was like, do your thing basically. And Harrison um, as well from Global Supercar Events, the guy is an absolute wizard. He's our agent, you know. There's the, the amount really? of power that we can all put together is just ridiculous. So yeah, man, it was solid. You got a nice little super team going on. Yeah. Of, a, of young joking, talent. I'm not even joking, but yeah. yeah it sounds <laughs> when, like that's what's when happening. When we have a house, if we ever have a, like a party or something, you'll see. <laughs> you'll yeah, you'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, I want it to be like that design launch or the Gallus as well. I'm dead serious. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> We'll see who I lean on and be like, oh shit, let me make uh, you yeah, mine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, the, that's the truth. When we'll have a launch because we still haven't officially launched like as a company never done it we never got yeah, we keep we're going to do it but... this year oh we haven't had a launch yeah. party I but see but when we do boy boy fucking hell yeah lost in the middle of what was transition nine. what was the um, the catalyst of you guys changing the name from C12 Carbon to Levine Daniel Kirk Kirk can answer this one this what? is this is a <laughs> there was actually a reason for it but yeah go on Kirk uh, well first of all it started off because um we were getting to a point where we were doing more than just carbon fiber repping. So we oh, could okay. provide other services. So having, yeah. having the name C12 Carbon, you know, it kind of, if we felt like it almost limited us to this yeah, one yeah. specific. Yeah, find you to that perception. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So where we started to do events and other things, it was just lim- limiting us. 
Uh, we also felt, so obviously then we started going through names and what else we could, we could do. But we felt just like stamping our name on the brand. It just makes it a lot more personal to us. Uh, it just makes it so we want to protect it and we want to make it as good as it is because it's our name on the brand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so um, we we went back and forth. Is it gonna be Daniel Levine or is it gonna be Levine Daniel? <laughs> 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 um, Everyone always wants their name first, but I feel like yeah, Levine um, Daniel does have a, a nice ring to it. Nice yeah, so we did settle on Levine Thank Daniel you. almost because it is a lot more unique. <laughs> yeah. Almost because it is a lot more unique having Levine as the first one. If you say Daniel Levine, we we decided it actually sounds like a person's name. Yeah, and it's like oh, this, this one. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Levine being a bit more of a unique name, it stands out. So I can imagine Levine Daniel being a car manufacturer like an Aston yeah. Martin. Thank you. Oh, so, yeah. that's the inspiration. This is this was the exact. You've hit that nailed on that. No, honestly, the branding yeah, is it there. Works. It really yeah. is there. Because Aston and Martin and, aren't the, are two different people. Yeah, mm. is everyone in? Sorry, every image on your Instagram, is that your Everyone, work? Everyone, every single image. That's no joke. Everything there is by Levine So Daniel. everything there is Levine Daniel. Mm-hmm. And we have, we have so much man. stuff well, that even we have e- Sorry, even the F1 car. Which one? Is it an F1? There's some Formula race car on there. I think I put it on my story to promote this one. Oh, no, no, no. Not that one. That's, uh, no, that's, no, that's, that's the business, business card. card. <laughs> that's on the front of our business card. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. All of them, apart yeah. from that one. <laughs> all of them, apart, all of them, <laughs> yeah. all of them <laughs> apart from that one is... Wait, now you got me... Yeah, now you got, car no, is like no, a race no, car and a sports Now you got car. me searching. There's one more of a car, the Aston Martin DBX. That was from 2019. We saw it before it even that became publicly known as the DBX, I'm just saying. So disclaimer, those two forget about yeah. the rest. It's yeah. us. Yeah. Nice. I think Luke was asking before you um, started there about what other services you now offer. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, Rather than just carbon wrap. Right, right. So we also do forged wheels as well. So these are like, um, obviously you've got your normal car wheels, right? But just imagine a big block of heavy metal being spun by a motor, for example. This is just a microcosm. But a, a small uh, a motor running a, a big block of heavy metal, right? And it's rotating round. And yes, it can carry your car from A to B because the rotation translate to, translates to uh, you know displacement. But we need to look at how to make the whole package of a car lighter. Because the lighter a car is, the more efficient it is, the faster it accelerates, the better it corners. There's so many different aspects. Yeah. You know, so looking at wheels, if you can... You know, it's such a small change, but when it comes to high-performance cars, racing, motorsport, whatever, every gram counts, you know? It's so easy to add yeah. on 10 yeah, kg yeah. or 30 kg to a car, you know? I won't talk yeah. about the whole racing series, but if you're putting together a, 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 a series car, you know, and you have something like a forced induction system or, tur- or turbocharger or supercharger, basically, then you might have to add a 30 kg ballast, which is just a 30 kg weight. It's like a penalty because they know that weight slows the car down. So the reason why I mention that is because you can have heavy wheels on a car, but realistically, the goal is to be able to save weight in every single aspect of a car. And that's how you make it perform at the highest level. So um, the forged wheels, whereas a normal wheel could weigh like 20 kg, for example... A forged wheel will weigh between three and eight kg. 
and the weight wow. you wow. can literally pick it up and do shoulder press if you wanted to and it's, it's fine especially you John yeah. <coughs> you can <laughs> you can <laughs> to give me the normal no, wheel <laughs> so, yeah um, the, the forged wheels are just weight and if if you think about it one wheel the difference between 20 kg and, and between 3 and 8 kg let's say 5 on average right 20 kg and 5 kg you might be thinking oh, you know that's nothing but when you're yeah. running Four times, because it's four times 20, so that's what, my mass is horrible, 80 kg. And 18. four times yeah. five, now you've got 20 kg. Like the difference between 20 it's and 80, difference. that's the big difference. And when you're rotating at yeah, yeah, yeah. 150, 200 miles an hour, that makes a huge difference, you know, in, even in terms of inertial torque and how the power is distributed yeah. to the wheels. It's, it's huge. So you are making these cars... Through the aesthetic of them, not only make them look better, yeah. but perform so better. So the, the idea was, um, we wanted to... Well, in, in addition to the aesthetic, we were also doing interior trims yeah. and like seat oh, trims yeah, as well. So those two other things. So you're just making a car, you're just basically making it yeah. a dang. Rides, I mean, like, we've always, the, 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 the end goal, like the dream almost is, is to have like a studio where we can just drive yeah. a car in. And we have all these separate sections that people will. So you have got your seat trims yeah, up yeah, here. Yeah. You got your yeah. wheels over here. Mm. So we and then we've always imagined there'd be a lift mm. in the middle. That you just you yeah, move yeah. the car up, yeah. and it goes left yeah. right. It's almost like going into a GTA <laughs> garage. <laughs> yeah, just flip through. Yeah. yeah, man, that's the end goal. And so we're working on piecing those all that together. We've now somewhat got the facilities, but it's just not all in yeah. one place. Obviously, that's mm. that's the big goal at the end. Well, mate, the process. You're but on your I'm way. I'm telling you, the, o- oh. the other thing is. If the money's right, we could do anything. We'll build your car. You know, just mm. you can't. We'll come close you can't to come to us. <laughs> yeah, literally, you can't. You can't come to us and say, oh, "I'm going to give you a hundred pound. Can you build me this and this?" Because I'll just look and be like, "Come on, man, man. don't wind me up." But if yeah, someone yeah, goes yeah. to me, look, mm. I don't know exactly what what Levine Daniel does, but I seen the work he done, and look, I got a hundred thousand pound budget. Just make this car look nice. What? Listen. I will change. We can put I a sticker on there. I will change your life. No, no, you tape a banana to it. You tape a banana to it. So the dynamic, the two of you, the two of you guys have. It seems as though Tay, Tay is the artist, so to speak, and Kirk, you're more of the logistical yeah. man behind the scenes, making everything work. There saying Tay, put put so the money down. We need yeah, to save that. Don't shit spend next week all one hundred thousand on it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. what we're so, supposed to be making from it. So Kirk, how have you found your role in the business? Like what? Where can you see this going from your standpoint? So, so I mean, at the beginning, it, well, it's, it's, it, at the beginning, you, you just have an idea and a, a process. Obviously, to get the people, you've got to call them up, you've got to reach out to them. And at the beginning, it's fair to say I was a little rusty at that. It was just like a little nervous getting on the call and having to try and convince someone why they need to have our service. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, obviously, everything with experience, as time goes on, you just get a lot better at it. You get sales technique. It's just or on Instagram where we make most of our sales. It's just the certain words you use and the way you can format things. Um, we had it off. We, what is the biggest financial faux pas he has put forced yeah, what, you into? I, I was just, <laughs> working with Tate is tough, man, honestly. Because. <laughs> I don't know if I even say it. Go on, say it, say it, say it. Oh no! All right. Well, we we went and we went ahead on we went ahead and got ourselves an office. <laughs> well, that was a bad uh, move, was it? No, it was. Well, yeah, but no. Uh, it, 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 had this, it was great because it, it had this. So this is this gone, is gone. obviously every, everyone wants an office, and it, and it's called that you do right. And yeah, we, yeah. we do today. Today we do, but when we uh, yeah, I should have formatted it first. Our first office. Yeah. 
So uh, our first office, uh, we this is when we started. You know, we, we, re- we read the Rich Dad Poor Dad book, and we were trying to get our money working for us, and we started to build a team. Yeah. So we had about uh, we had about ten guys work like on our sales team, I'd say. Uh, but then everybody's at home. We've given them we've given them our like Instagram account, and they're just texting people f- through that. Yeah. Uh, we thought it'd be a much better environment if we could actually get everyone together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we decided. Well, Tay pitched to me this idea about getting us. This is, but this is when it was just two of us. He first pitched it when it was just two of us, uh, and I was like, "We, we can't." It's just it, financially irresponsible. The amount of money we're going to make, for, like, can we guarantee the money we'll make from having this office compared to not having it? Will it be worth it? Yeah. Uh, it was about just under how how much was it? About seven fifty a month All or something I know like that. Is that it was heart wrenching. <laughs> it was, it too was much. heart wrenching. It was too much. So. We got this. So we we moved into this office, and about a week later, we gave everyone a, everyone that was now on our sales team um, a key pass to come in and out. How many people were there on your sales? Ten. Yeah, there was about t- ten or so people. Uh, ten that people. Would be in yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, and what, what were you paying all of these people? Were they working for free? Was, commission. No commission based. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was commission based. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> but no, no. But the thing is, the thing is, you laugh, yeah, but. If so, you can always tell when it comes to commission based sales if someone's pulling their weight because if it's it's so oh, exactly. easy to yeah. make like a set. When I tell you, I've processed the client in thirty minutes before. Like, just got on the phone, was like, yeah, yeah, cool. Money, the money was transferred into my account within thirty minutes of me even picking up the phone to this person. Never seen me before in my life. Yeah. Now, Justin Bell. <laughs> <when, laughs> but yeah, when I sure. when I see things like that now in my head, I'm picturing. If some if someone can do that and work for eight hours in a day, you know, I'm reaching for my calculator here. But if someone can do a sale, well, they'd make um sixteen sales sixteen sales a day. And if each sale was a thousand pound, we've generated sixteen thousand in a day. But also, um, the commission we put on it was forty percent of profitable margin. So what that means, what that means is, oh, okay. after the expenses of the uh, everything's paid, they make forty yeah. percent of that. And on a thousand pound product, we could spend what two hundred on the actual product, um, a bit on the branding. The rest goes into like you got a bit for labour and stuff, but labour's an hourly pay, so it's not that bad. Yeah, given you make a sale, you're making a lot more commission than you would um, a yeah. typical job. It was a good yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That sounds oh, like an incentive. Fucking so, hell, yeah. yeah. Which is what we thought. No we wonder thought... you had 10 people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be 16,000 minus... If you work for us, you can be making... Um, <laughs> You know? That's a lot of money, but yeah. It's a fair amount. So 40% of that <laughs> is 40% of... That's if, well, that's if we had the facilities is, to yeah. you know, get, get is, all those jobs that's in. The, that's the market potential. 40% of, well, it would be £10,000. That's four bags in a day. Yeah, that is a good daily rate. Were these people friends of yours or just okay, random people so that you... This is, this is where it gets deeper because, yes, we had friends. We had a few friends working, uh, uh, three friends specifically working, but the rest weren't. Now, it's very hard to work with friends. I'll tell you that as a fact. Like, Kirk, obviously. I, Kirk, I can, I can work well, with. It's someone we've had to deal with for a while, but... Kirk, Kirk, Kirk yeah. I can deal with yeah, because, Kirk. like, if either one of us working... More family than friends, yeah, realistically. Yeah, yeah, and I can say to him, like, bro, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, and, he, and he won't get upset. Um, 
Well, not, yeah. not for too long anyway. Not too you long. You can straight. be real. Trust like, me, I know. We can have those yeah. tough conversations with each other knowing that there's no actual spite in the... You can yes, over-communicate yeah, yeah. effectively. And, and everything's yeah. entirely yeah. honest, like genuine opinion. Now, yeah. the thing is with working with, with friends is sometimes... Feelings. Not even feelings. Sometimes they just... Um, they expect too much. Like obviously, I say this with no, with no like anything. It's it's a statistic. Yeah. It's a statistic. It's a fact. You know, and every history book you read is is the same thing. And uh, granted, I should have known that before. Is so it is my fault. But um, sometimes you can expect too much, and you know that can either demotivate you if you're not given that, or it can upset you. You know, and then that can break down a friendship. Yeah. And second of all is because they're your friend, they are entitled to be closer with you. And so if that means they don't want to come into work, they don't have to. Whereas if you take that on the more corporate side of, of England, if you're working a commission paid job and you don't turn up at, you know, four o'clock, especially getting 40% on profitable margins, that's mm, the upper yeah. scale of commission based sales. We would yeah. fire you. Yeah. So then you can't really have tough conversations like that because that could now you got now you got to decide between whether you'd prefer to have a friendship or a business relationship and they're two extremely different things you know so i suppose so, this ties into with the hindsight you've now have yeah what would you have done differently in building your business what i've done differently um nothing nothing because mm. you're all about the process <laughs> and learning are you it's more than that <laughs> i feel like when you fail it's more of a powerful teacher than do something and you do it correctly like okay. what advice would you give to yourself would I give to myself your 16 year old self now as much as you want to hire friends don't do it Gen- is uh, that the main thing is that literally the is main that thing the main thing so far I'll say that's I'll say that's the only thing. The biggest L. I'll say that's the only thing. Wow, really? look at that. Because and, if, and Kirk, what about you? Go on. Uh, for me, not not just including this point, but as a business as a whole, is uh, I wish we valued our product at the beginning a little bit more than what we did. Mm. I feel like because we we were looking at us, we were, I mean we were, but we had yeah. we had the mindset of being a very small business and being very yes. local and everything like that. And I, and I wish we had the the bigger mindset from the beginning because we were, like we said we gave five hundred pounds for that those three products which was about five grand's worth. Yeah, it's just you know I kind of wish at the beginning like because it wasn't just that deal it was a few deals afterwards where we were just yeah. chucking extra things in just to get it over the line. So true. Yeah. But if yeah. we had just valued our, our product and really believed in it at the beginning, I think that would be a lot more helpful. That is so true. Times a thousand. I second that as well. That is. Is that because people were like, yeah, but you gave him the same shit for five hundred quid. Is that no. why? No, I think it yeah. was our mindset. It was our mindset of of thinking we're a small business and acting as if we and acting yeah. in that way. It, I think if we started off no like with Billy Big Boy saying, "Oh, I'm big, I am." You, uh, you want to pay for this? We're going to give you that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be a lot better. But we was was almost. I mean, we were young, but we was we weren't timid. But we were just like you know accepting of the status we were at we knew it. they didn't know this but in the back of our heads we knew it was going back to Tay's shed yeah. to get the front yeah. like, <laughs> we didn't have, we didn't have, Bro, we big... didn't have <laughs> the shed then it was the front room it was the front room <laughs> <laughs> and outside so, it was everything yeah. so I just wish we had a little bit of a different mindset back then but do you know what yeah but I suppose the experience it's... sorry go on what mm. you said there I had to clap for that one because that 
that. Oh my gosh. You know what, yeah? The the value that you have for yourself is entirely based on what you think others would think about you, right? So when you change that to being the value that you attach to yourself is literally just, you know, what you would value yourself if you were at the very, very top. That would change the way you do yeah. everything. It'll change the way how you do deals with people. It'll change the way how you just deal with people in general. It'll change everything. One one thing that I realized when um, when we didn't need any extra money or we didn't need any uh, any uh, yeah when we didn't need any any money or any work, we just used to give a mad price and just be like ah, oh, you know, just give an insanely mad price and then. If yeah. people chose to pay it, then it's like, whoa, we really did a deal for that for only that. <laughs> but then if, <laughs> oh, then shit, if yeah. they didn't pay it because we didn't like need it in the first place, we're just like, oh, okay. Like it's nothing. You know, we just keep the number and phone them back another yeah. time. And yeah, I can imagine that the counter to that would just be saying know your worth mm. from the start. To get people through the door, you're gonna need to You've got to prove yourself yeah. in some regard. And if there's no one willing to pay what you believe yourself to be worth at the start, then... Don't let that upset you. So you'd say persevere. Um, yeah, keep going. I mean, once you have your first piece of body of work, you've got pro- you can prove you yeah, can do this. Yeah, yeah. And, and but once... you need to do that first body of work yeah, for a yeah, lesser yeah. price? Not, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Or I suppose you could do it for free and just have it as, as you said, your portfolio. Like, this is mine, for example. Like, with this design you first did take, did you... Um, yeah, when I was doing vinyl wraps for people... This wasn't a part of the business, this is more of a... Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, when, when I was designing vinyl wraps for people, it, it was paid. Um, was it undervalued? 100%, I'll tell you that now. That, that's a fact, the whole man's up. It's so hard to go off of something that there's no market evidence for. The carbon had it, the designers yeah. had it. Um, I mean, if you want to segue from that point, is uh, getting screwed mm, over. Because boy, have we been screwed over in our time. Many times. Had, <laughs> I mean, I guess we got a good. What few... some of the worst ones? Yeah, we probably have a, fun, a few, we, too many fun stories of getting rolled What's over. What's the worst story? <laughs> well, there's. I mean, there's a theme. There's a theme. There's a theme of getting screwed over, and that is a uh, our biggest problem, as we kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, is getting a workspace. Actually, having a place to get our taste mum's front room and <laughs> you know <laughs> we needed a workspace and it was the one thing that was always on our mind uh we are uh, the first opportunity we had was another place tay had worked at he worked at a body shop and yeah. uh, tay had been <laughs> tay had been in contact with this guy uh we'd, vi- we'd visited him personally we talked to him and everything and he said yeah sure we, there's a he, he had like a, a it was just a room he had a little floor above his workshop which was which was just like an office that wasn't being used it wasn't big, but it was enough for us to be out of the house and be actively working. Yeah. So we, we, we agreed upon a time and date that we'd actually move in. No, 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 no. You've got to <laughs> emphasise that. We agreed upon a time yeah. and a date. A set date. 7th of January. I'll tell you that now. This is this is in person. <laughs> it's scarred in the back of our head. So we spoke to him in person and this was a call afterwards. We had all this gear that we'd previously bought from the company that broke down and the, uh, yeah. from the first initial investment. That's the second one. There's one more before that. When you went to White City we'll, and I didn't come. No, that's afterwards. That's afterwards. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> so this is the first guy. Uh, and so we have now <laughs> got all the gear, right? 
And we've tied it. What did we, we, we did put it on? I, I wasn't driving then. Because neither yeah, of us yeah. had a car at this point, so we had to we, get public we, transport. We had this. We had this. <laughs> uh, it was like a uh, the the yeah. wheel that yeah a two wheel trolley sort of thing. And we stacked mm, the yeah, heater. Yeah. We stacked the boxes of materials. We had the rolls of carbon. We had more boxes than you can actually walk. It was tall, as tall as Tay. Yeah, which isn't it very was. high. <laughs> but <laughs> and, <laughs> and we were, so we basically had to duct tape it all together because it was so so much stuff. Type of thing. Anyway, oh God, in yeah. hindsight, I wish we didn't do this first. We eventually called the guards and like, uh, whatever. What. what we're on our way. We'll, we'll see you soon. He's like, well, no, 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 no. He's like, panicking. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, I'm in India. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. my yeah, God. Yeah. What? Ah. This guy, the guy was in a different country that, on our moving day, which is like, we, me and Tay were so excited because we finally got this place to move into and like have a like, address yeah. to our business rather than a home. Yeah. yeah. And this guy, was, he couldn't give a shit. He was, <laughs> he was in a different country. He, he just didn't want to know. What was his excuse? He just didn't want to know. What with that? He was like, oh, no, it's done. No, 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 no. <laughs> he said... I, he said, was on the phone. We'll come back. Uh, he goes, come back next week, I'll be back then. So, next, next but, week you know, rolled we, around. At that point, no, we're no, like, no, 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 no. I remember we're... next week rolled around and I didn't call him. I went to see him. I, I physically went to see him without any boxes or anything. I went to see him and he wasn't there. But the guy was like, no, he's still in India. The guy, because his shop was still open and he had people working there. He goes, he's still in India. Mad. That's a reckless guy. So, I called him the <laughs> next week and I was like, hello, like, I'm back. And he was like, oh, nah, sorry, but we can't do it. And I was like, I should brush your teeth right now. <laughs> but you can't, like, you can't do anything in that situation, can you? You just kind of... Like, so we kept, we kept looking, we kept searching. We found, like, we, we almost resorted to having a... You can buy little garage spaces. Yeah. I don't know if you know, like, near houses, like, they have garages. Yeah, the some flats. people sell them yeah, off. Yeah. So we thought, we'd just we'll try and make a little workshop out of this garage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot We, we didn't have the finance or anything. You're gone. Yeah, yeah. The smash one. <laughs> we, we, we visited a few places and then we just decided it probably wasn't the right move. We were on bikes. Yeah, we were on bikes touring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the White City one, so I don't know, Tay, if you want to okay, explain that so one. We, we were searching online for Briefly. somewhere stupid cheap, right? Um, and there's a place right halfway in between me and Kirk because Kirk moved out to the Berkshire, you know? So half halfway in between us, it was by Bath Road. Um, and... We cycled our bikes to go and see it. And we're like, this is perfect. We knew damn well it needed electricity, had none. We knew damn well it needed water, it had none. <laughs> but it had a closed door and a space inside, yeah? A smashed window. And we're like, we'll take it. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was £75 a month. But then when we got back home... Yeah, like, this is me being me. I was like, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to move on to the last in the middle question. So the premise of this podcast is that there are the three of us felt a bit lost for what to do with our lives. A feeling we believe is widespread amongst modern society. A lack of purpose and so forth, lost in the middle class, having never truly struggled or truly lived that so-called high life, like a lot of your clients, I'm sure do. (laughs) What was meant to document our cliche journey of self-discovery which got fucked over by Corona in uh, Vietnam and the rest of Southeast Asia, has now become a podcast where we interview interesting and inspiring people about their lives and ideas. Like you. Stop it. So, Levine Daniel, in whatever order I'll let you guys decide, have you found your life's purpose or do you find yourself to be lost in the middle? That's a deeper question. That is a deeper question. Um, Coach, do you want to go first? 
<laughs> Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Uh, I would like to think I have. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Are you done? Is that it? No, 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 I'll get into it. No, just... <laughs> I think I have. And when I was younger, uh, the idea of starting a business was, it was always in my head. It's always something I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, it's just something that I told myself I'd always do uh, when I'm older, when I'm an adult, when I'm... Like, it was always, I'd always be pushing it back. Yeah. And so take, taking the leap into actually just starting the business was a massive thing for me alone. Uh, and so once we actually got started and now we're at a point where we are now, you know, we're living off of our own means, uh, there's nothing else I can see myself doing or wanting to do. It's just only, only expanding this business. So as early as it is, I'm still only 21. I've got majority of my life to go. I think this is... <laughs> this is You're hungry. Yeah, You're hungry for Levi and Daniel. Yeah, we're three years in, but I feel like it's only the beginning. We're still starting new projects and getting new things off the floor. Which unfortunately we couldn't cover quite yet in this podcast. But yeah, no, uh, this I, I would like to think this is my life goal or whatever. I, I don't want to do anything else. Wow. Yeah. Well, shit. That's I, mean, I believe in it. I believe. <laughs> I believe you Take as my well. Money. <laughs> Make me rich. For me, I would say a hundred percent. It's all I think about when I wake up in the morning. All I think about when I go to bed. All I think about when I'm watching Lana Rhodes. All that I think about when I'm like doing anything, you know. <laughs> well, <What? laughs> Lucy, they didn't hear that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that is the quote of the podcast. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm telling you. I was there do... thinking, why do I know that name? <laughs> You'll be doing her car. Oh, I'm telling you that now. The car. I'm telling you that now. But look, um, I feel like. <laughs> for a lot of people, if you don't find out what you want to do, like I can't, I actually can't conversate and and what's what's the word like sympathize with someone that hasn't found what they want to do because I've always been in a position where I just know like inherently, but empathize I think is the word you're you can't you don't understand yeah like, I, I I can't I can't no because I I can't give advice on it. I can only give advice on someone that like knows where they want to go. But for someone that doesn't know where they want to go, I feel like they might know, but they're just not sure it's going to work. And they like they might know what makes what wakes them up in the morning, what makes them feel good, but you need to find something that that makes you feel like that. And if you can turn that into money in any which way possible, just do it in it cuz you've already got a lot of people don't believe they can't make their their hobby or their passion yeah. into a business no mm. and it is so not it's just not it's not true you, anyone can it's just yeah taking that first step and really diving into but it then there's yeah. there's another like slight issue that you get with that and that's sometimes if you believe in yourself too much the business model that you have won't, might not even work because you like there's a thin line between your personal belief and you know what genuinely works so but yeah, yeah, and that, but that that line is so fine, and if you can find a way to to make it work, if you love it, you'll make it work. But if you really find a way to make it work, gee, you can do anything and, and and make money out of it. Do you find that a lot of people don't make it work because they just don't know how? Like if you look back to our time mm. at school, which is what is considered to be education in the UK, there's nothing really yeah. there, which will tell you how to yeah. Uh, 
create a carbon fiber wrapping business. I feel like, and then eventually move on it. to events where you're selling yachts, <laughs> uh, yacht packages yeah. like that. That I don't remember that. I, feel, I mean, <laughs> you, no, no. This is it's almost something within yourself. Mm. Uh, you got to be very mentally strong. It it, take, it really drains you. Like, Really, especially the first year, it was the first year. There's so many times when me and Tay considered, like, bro, is, mm. do we even continue yeah. to anymore? Is this really worth it? But uh, yeah. valuable yeah. years of our lives where we can do like apprenticeships. And I think stuff with most just... people, it's it's the scare of investing in something that you won't see returns on for years, maybe months or yes, years. No, that's in the 100% future. Right. And when, yeah. I think that's what puts a lot of people off from taking that big jump. Yeah, and we didn't, it's like, the, the first year and a half, we, we didn't make anything. I think. We were just yeah. just like just skating by sort of thing, enough to get yeah. us a, food, or a bit of food and whatever, and pay for the products. Like, yeah. But we're still leeching off our parents. I there was a, there was a statement that Steve Jobs said. He said, because uh, he started a business, I don't know when he was very young, and he goes, "The what's the wor- what's the actual worst that can happen? Like you got to think about that. Our whole life we've gone through school and we haven't earned a single penny." Right, we barely learnt stuff that we'll be using in two, three, four, five years. Yeah, so yeah. what's the yeah. worst that can happen? For me and Kurt, is what we can lose our t-shirt. We can, you know, we like it's not that deep for us, in it. So yeah, what's there really to be scared of? If it works, we can always no. If it works, it works great. If it doesn't work, you know, we can always go back to doing anything like normal. Do you know what I mean? I'm not scared to work at McDonald's. I think it's more more scary to not try, yeah. knowing that what could have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. At least we, yeah. Yeah. if we had failed, we know our job. We gave it the be- our best mm. shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but you give your all, and then you have nothing to regret. That's it. Yeah, and we can honestly say we did. Even even now though, like we've this whole coronavirus thing, um, it me and Kirk had a very serious conversation. Uh, should I talk about? It? I'm asking you, Kirk, like for permission to talk about. It. Um, <laughs> how about I ask you a question like yeah. how have you guys adapted Ooh, to okay, coronavirus you just asked me the question I have to answer sorry Kirk um, <laughs> we, we had a very serious conversation where we looked and we said okay the the goal the goal is a billion uh, to get to a billion you know one day before 30 hopefully well shit before billion, 30 that, billion what that's billion rupees. Rupees. A billion pound. I'm telling you, that's a fact. Jesus but Christ. The thing is. Alright. <laughs> give, give me you're one million s- at least. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be sponsoring the I last little podcast we've got the bill. But um <laughs> the the goals the goals are billion. So constantly in our head we gotta assess. Does this business plan work for a million? Does it work for... Like, we know it works for 100,000. We know it works for a million. We know it works for five. We know it works for 10. Yeah. But does it work for 100? Does it work for, a, you know, 100,000, which is a billion? And it's a magnitude. not even 100 million. But Great, yeah. you know what I mean? It's a thousand million. A thousand million. Yeah, yeah. Right? So when we sat down and we, we looked at it, we said, okay, we know we started with this. When, whenever we started at the start, we always knew we were going to expand. But expand into what? And then, you know, we sat down and this whole coronavirus thing is amazing because now we have time. We physically can't do anything. Like, we can't go... Uh, we, we can't go out. We can't uh, spend money. We can't continue our company. We can't, you know, do anything. So yeah, all we can do is look back and reassess. It just gave us mad yeah. assessment time. 
So we had a serious conversation. Yeah. We said, you know, where do we see the business going? Because you get so caught up in the day to day. It's like you don't even think about 10, 15 years in the future. You just think about, you know, getting through the next day. So we sat down and we said, mm. okay, um, do we see this? This And sorry, sorry, without stuttering, this is the types of serious conversations that I can have with Kurt where we'll be 100% honest with each other. Yeah? We say, do we see yeah. this business making 10 mil? Yes, but only if we can, like, it will take some time. And I know 10 million sounds like a lot, but in my opinion, it's really not. It will take a lot of time. Man's on bigger things, really. Come on, G. <laughs> no, no, because the thing is, if, if the goal was 10 million, then yeah, cool. But the goal is a billion, and yeah, that's yeah, so start. far from 10 mil. It's like, you, barely, you, might not even, you might as well not even think about it. So, um, yeah, we said it will be good for 10 mil, and it will work. But what happens after that? What happens after you service all of the people that wanted you know, cars done? You're going to get repeat clients that yeah. will give you nice cash flow, yeah. but your expenses are eventually going to, you know, dribble out a, a bit. So now, are you going to start carbon wrapping fighter jets? Are you going to start carbon fiber wrapping boats? <laughs> like, okay, so you heard it here. F- you, you heard it here first, <laughs> didn't it? You heard it here first. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt, what, what are you saying? Should we uh, give him a little bit of a sell the sizzle? Oh, what sell the sizzle at state. Get into right, it. <laughs> cool. So um. We've decided to... <laughs> Levine Daniel needs to expand, right? We have a very strong yes. basis in engineering, motorsports and stuff like this. You're the first people that will even know this, isn't it? But we're going to expand into yep. a lot of engineering research and development in automotive, in aeronautics, in robotics and sustainability. Um, I wasn't even far <laughs> off, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, reason, the reason why, because when we asked ourselves the question, would it be ready for a mil, 10, 20, 100, whatever. This is the only thing that I can say yes. Even besides motorsport, like going building a purely motorsport-based business, this is the only thing that I can say the business model that we've built for this is set for a billion. And the way that, we're, the way that we designed it and built it to run, gee, as soon as this coronavirus thing is done, the world is not going to see me. I'm coming off Instagram. I'm, you know, I'm just going to fuck off. <laughs> You're going to be grafting. I'm, t- I'm telling you, it has to be done. And Kirk the same, but he won't come off Instagram. He's got too many honeys on there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's more than enough reason, Maggie. So tell us a bit more. Um, you're saying you're going into robotics, mm-hmm. aeronautics, etc. You when you say research, what research oh. will you be conducting? Alright, so research and development, right? What it is, um, it's like, okay, all my life I've just taken stuff apart. And I know, if you if you were to give me an engineering system, I'll be able to tell you how it works, probably within 30 minutes. It's as complicated as, as anyone is. Other than computers, I don't really, you know, I don't really fuck with them. But anything else, <laughs> I'll, I can break it down for you, mechanically. Now, obviously, I've, I've always been able to do that. And... Kurt knows about business, economics. Literally, he'll break down a company within the same amount of time. How it works, how they profit, how they do everything. Their projections for the next 10 years. Um, so combining that, that was always the basis of uh, the C12 carbon anyway. But Levine Daniel needs to be, like, we can't stay small. That's, that was never the plan. It has to be big. So 
now thinking yeah. about yeah. it, the first time we did it, we combined our, our knowledge and our, our experience, right? And there wasn't much there to go off of. But now, when we think about uh, the investment that needed to be made in C12 carbon was next to none. You didn't have to do any. But the investment to do research and development or um, anything like that, that's different. You're talking... Skyrockets. Yeah, it's, it's different. But because we know how to do that now, it's, it shouldn't, it's, be, it it's shouldn't past, be a problem. The past three years, we've now developed the basis where we can yeah. move into this kind of industry. And, and we have got like the portfolio and resume to show that this is something we are now capable yeah. of doing. And it's so, so mm. possible. If we, if we went straight into this, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it would be a pipe dream. It, it would never Very be possible true. to go straight into this Very sort of thing. True. But we feel like yeah. it's because now we've got this... Uh, You've got this, you know, this rapport of all the things we have done, you know. I feel like we're in, a, we're in a good position to get this yeah. done. That's that's so yeah. true. And um, uh, as as and for, is this all going to kick off after coronavirus has been gone? It won't be advertised. We're working on it as it we speak. It won't be advertised, but it's already been kicking off. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> nice, um, nice, nice. We don't want to. We don't want to advertise as even a research and development company. It's nothing like that. We just want to. When anything comes out, it will be launched and you'll see it everywhere. But until then, everything's a closed operation. Yeah, we'll, fi- we'll finally get that Levine Daniel launch yeah, party off yeah. the ground. Properly go off with the band. We've already got a product coming out. I'll tell you what, if you send anyone to space, yeah. let me know. <laughs> we've already got a, we've already got a product Bro, coming out. Bro, I mean, out. yesterday wasn't too great, was it? Did I miss something? <laughs> SpaceX was supposed to put two men in a, in space for the first time since the Apollo missions, and the weather put them off. Yesterday, bro. Yeah. Nah. But you well, didn't miss well, it. Well, you, didn't miss it. you didn't miss nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's what I mean. That's what you guys I, need to come in and show them how it's done. Clouds on night, mate. Clouds on night, you can <laughs> take <laughs> off even though there are clouds. That is an unfortunate. I watched it on Twitch, believe it or not. They were streaming on Twitch. So I was Damn. like, oh shit. Yeah, it. It. And then they're like, oh. So basically, boys, you've got a lot of exciting shit in the pipeline. That's the plan, bro. And you're going to grow from this automotive designer brand, predominantly carbon fiber wraps, then built onto other aesthetics and performance enhancing yeah. design as well. It's going to go into this. I mean, I'm still not quite sure if I understand let's, exactly let's put it like this. where it's going. Let's put it like this, yeah. A lot of the time, innovation and engineering and building things has always been, you know... Anything that exists unnaturally in this world, besides like plants and everything, is all product of someone's thought. And a lot of the time, to take something from A to Z, you need someone with a lot of cojones to actually, you know, go ahead and go ahead and do that. Now, people are smart. There are a lot of smart people out there. I I can, you know, do engineering to some extent and, and break down systems. But realistically, the people that are out there that know you know, they have ideas and things like that that we want to help develop, like, they're out there. And if we can find yeah. them and support that with our platform, you know, the sorts of things that we're going to be taking to market is going to be ridiculous. Now, the only thing is, you've got to be smart because not all, not all ideas are a good idea. And as long, if we can take, yeah, you know, if we can work with the portfolio that we've got already of innovations and engineering things that we've already done, bro, when I tell you, yeah. Ah, I can't. I can't even tell you. What? I can't even tell. I, I, can't, I can't. Give us, give us uh-huh. a hypothetical idea of something you're looking out for. So, what sort of thing would be like? Oh shit, that's interesting. Levine Daniel should uh, knock on their door and say uh-huh. a certain nice speed on a certain type of car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Ah, uh, okay. Speed just something, speed just something like that. Type of car. Um, so we're going into yeah. electric vehicles. When I tell you, we've got projects that are... Uh, we like to keep it petrol, but we will be <laughs> touching on electric in a, in a very... But nothing's co- completely concrete yet, so we're still yeah. just like trying to test but the waters. Hypothetical, so, hypothetical, yeah. yeah. But when I tell you... That it sounds exciting, boys. Certain speed on a certain type of car, and also a... Um, we're gonna dip. We're gonna dip into aviation, but unmanned flight in it. And all I'm saying is, everything's already done. Drones. It's just a matter of build. It's a, it's a matter of building it now. And it's everything's designed. Why am I getting? Why am I getting like War Dogs vibes? I'm gonna see you two <laughs> selling weapons. I love like, that film. Like, yes. <laughs> like, yes. All across the world. Listen, we will, not, we will not. We will not make the same mistake though. We will not make the same mistake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to stay away from military, but you know. Um, it's more about rescue and help. You gotta hit that bill. Somehow, <laughs> yeah, that's what, you know what I'm saying? You know, so. that thirty eight billion pound budget for yeah, <laughs> we're on it. <laughs> but yeah, nah. Um, there'll be a lot, man. A lot of good will be done with this one, but this is a lot of ambition to say the I hope least. We will, hopefully, we'll see it my geez. soon after the coronavirus. My jeez, but off. we'll do launch parties. Every product we do, launch party. Yeah, man. Be sick. And mate, loss in the don't think, yeah, invite Trust. us down. And do not think oh, cool. that I have forgotten no, 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 about that track day, Tay. <laughs> Gee, you're just upset. You're just, I want to drive that fast fucking car. You're just as upset as. Ooh, that. Kirky, hearing that. <laughs> He's remembered now. <laughs> he came, He's at the office. He's not in India anymore. He's yeah. like, oh. You gave me, a, you gave, you gave me an idea. I've got to write that one down. Um. <laughs> All right, twenty percent though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's sick. Obviously, when we launch it, we'll have like a day where people yeah have a test days yeah. It's a good idea, mate. Cheers for that. You're welcome, oh, fam. Boy. Pioneering right there. Invite oh, me man, there, and I'll be I'll be one of the first man to give I'm it a drive. Oh, wait, if you want Hopefully to um, it host it flames, as well, flames. yeah, I'll just grab your mic and then boom. Can do it. Cheers. Hey, who's going to get Maya Jamal, but she doesn't read my DM, so. <laughs> oh, well, keep trying. Man. She will one day. She will one day. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Well, look, guys, you have been an absolute pleasure on the Lost Middle podcast. Thanks, and I feel definitely inspired after our conversation. Oh, I really do. Yeah, we, love the, we love what you guys are doing here as well, man. We love Some people yeah. are listening to this. Everything. When they when they go, how old were those guys again? Yeah, nineteen and twenty-one. <laughs> I bet you feel shit. About your life Bro, right I now. feel shit about my life. It's nothing like that. No, no, we're like getting that. to work after this. I listen, bro, the whole yeah. TV, the whole TV. I have no A levels. It's okay. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, no, I feel I'll, I'll, Our life isn't that good. We missed out on the whole year. I think all the things that are going to be on your yacht party in Monaco won't care about <laughs> I don't think they'll bring that up <laughs> <laughs> alright love boys we are going to call it a day there thank you for tuning on Twitch boys. as well thanks yeah, for thank you everyone on Twitch appreciate all the live viewers remember if you're listening to this uh, on Spotify or any other platform um, we stream all of our podcasts live on Twitch Lost in the Middle um, you can find us there and you can see it all live you can see all the behind the scenes footage and uh, Tay's Loud House um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so thank you very much everyone ah!
All right, safe people. Safe people. Safe. The Lost and Middle Podcast. You've been listening to the Lost and Middle Podcast.